Hey everybody, it's Jennifer Maggio with the Life of a Single Mom Ministries. So excited to be continuing on with our Single Mom 101 podcasting series for Salem Web Network. We are honored that you have chosen to join us today. I believe that the Lord is going to do something amazing as we talk about time management for busy single moms. And I kind of laugh even at the title when I think about busy single moms. Has there ever been a single mom that was not busy? And so maybe the title should be Time Management for Single Moms. Goodness, the title may be Time Management for Moms, but I believe that the Lord wants to do something very special as we talk about some practical things about time management. Listen, we are in a day and age right now where we have access to so much, uh, what I believe to be oversaturation of media and access to one another through social media and through uh, the quickness of news delivery and all of these modern conveniences that I think that our forefathers could have never even managed. And while there's great advantage to those things, many of us can work remotely and we can uh, accomplish a lot through just our smartphones and all of these things, there are also some disadvantages, which is that we feel like we have to have a hundred balls in the air at all times and that we must juggle them all successfully or else we are a failure. And so let me just start today's podcast by telling you moms, single moms out there, you are not a failure. You are doing it well. You are adequately equipped for this season of life and that the Lord looks down from heaven and his smile shines upon you. And so don't walk around feeling like you are inadequate or that you can't do this or there's too much to do. I know what it's like to feel like you have too much to do. Goodness. I can't remember a morning in recent history where I didn't wake up and feel like there's a lot on my plate. Uh, In fact, I am probably guilty of saying that far too often. There's just too much to do. I can't keep up. It's probably one of my most famous things that I say in the ministry office each day. However, God's grace and mercy is new every single day. And because it is, he gives me just what I need to get through that day. And I know the same is true for you that you look back over your days, weeks, months, and you say, I don't know how I got through that, but somehow, some way, God gave me the strength necessary. So be encouraged today. I'm going to cover some tips with you um, that I believe will help you effectively manage your time and give you some balance in your life. Now, the first one is you must have a plan. Now, years ago, I used to do um, financial uh, counseling in corporate America. And I was always blown away by the number of people who had financial trouble who had absolutely no plan whatsoever. They were drowning in debt. They were, they were drowning in um, their life circumstances with their finances. And many of them actually made great money. They made sufficient money to be able to pay their bills and to even be able to plan for their future. But they had no plan in place. Listen, ladies, if you want to be good parents, you have to have a plan and a strategy in place. If you want to lose weight, you've got to have a plan and a strategy in place. Your time management is no different. And in fact, because you are a single mom and you are balancing even more on your shoulders, you cannot function successfully with time management if you don't have a plan. You can't simply sit in your season and say, well, it'll get better. It'll miraculously somehow get better. Listen, God is absolutely in the miracle-making business, in the mountain-moving business. I believe that to be true, and I've seen that so many times. But he also wants willing participants. And willing participants are those that are doing something to act 
actively engage in their faith. And so you need to have a plan. Once you have a plan in place, you can begin to make tweaks and adjustments to the plan based on what's appropriate for that season of life. But the lack of a plan leads to chaos. If you lack a plan, Typically, you accomplish whatever's the first thing that arises on your plate for that day. The problem is that the first thing may not always be the most important thing that needs to be done. So, for example... You go into your storage closet for some printer paper. Uh, maybe you're at work and you need some printer paper, so you go back there to get some. And then after digging around for five minutes to locate it, you decide that the closet really needs your attention. And so you begin the enormous task of rearranging and organizing the closet so that you don't have the same problem next time. Two hours later, you have made very little progress and you have a mess strewn about the floor. Meanwhile, you have eight bills that are laying on your desk that need to be paid, but you still don't have the printer paper to begin to proceed with that. Ladies, understand that some things are sent into your day as distractions and they don't need your full attention. I believe that the enemy is the enemy of distraction. He comes in and he sends lies to us that we begin to focus on. He sends distractions in terms of people that we don't need to be focusing on or tasks that don't really need to be focused on at that moment. Make a plan and stick to it. What are the things that you want to accomplish with your 20-year plan, your 10-year plan, your 5-year plan, this week, this month, today, at work, at home? Begin to write down those things. We have access to so much technology now, iPads, iPhones, handheld organizers, you name it, we've got it. And so for me, I'm old-fashioned, and the way that I create a plan is that I write it down and I make it plain, as the word says. And I do that just through a good old-fashioned pen and paper. I have a notebook that is my little notebook that I carry with me, and it keeps all the things that I'd like to accomplish for my home in it for that week and all the things that I'd like to accomplish in my work life for that week. So just keep a running list, whether that be in your phone or another some other uh, digital mechanism or whether you just want to do like me and have a pen and paper. It's simply that easy. Next thing is you do need to implement family time. Now, single moms, uh, one of the things that I hear so often is, you know, I just don't have time to do the things that two-parent families do. And I get it. Like, I really do get it. When you have no help and you're good cop and bad cop and you're uh, washing clothes and washing baby's bottoms and trying to organize for homework the next day and carpool and list of a million other things, you don't have the time that a two-parent family does. But I do think that we spend a lot of time on things that aren't very important. We spend a lot of time in front of the TV. We spend a lot of time scrolling social media on our phones. We spend a lot of time uh, doing things that add no real value to our life. And so even if it's 10 or 15 minutes a day, Lay everything aside and put some family time into your life. Now, Jennifer, what does that have to do with time management? Well, one of the things that I see single moms battle with so often is this feeling of guilt that you're not doing enough and that you're not a good enough mom. And part of being able to relinquish that guilt is to implement some family time so that you know every day when you lay your head on your pillow that you have got some good, meaningful eye contact with your kiddos, that you've talked to them about their day, that maybe you did a fun game or activity or you let them help you with cooking dinner for the night or however you want to implement that time. You can go to bed feeling good that you've done what's necessary to connect with them in a real and meaningful way. Sometimes 
sometimes you don't have the quantity, but you certainly can implement some quality family time every single day, and it will relinquish you from guilt that we know is such a heavy burden that then hinders us in being able to have a successful tomorrow. Okay, Uh, have a more productive day versus a busy day. Now, I am busy bee. Um, I have a hard time relaxing if I could get really candid with you for a moment. I believe there's always work to be done. And um, part of me enjoys being busy. I like having things to do. I'm not just a kind of sit around and twiddle my thumbs type of girl. And if you're a single mom listening, I would be venturing to say that you are a busy bee as well. However, I have also found that there are times in my life when I've been very, very busy, but I haven't been been very productive doing anything with real meaning. So um, not only do we have to have a plan, but we also have to really think about those things that create production and the things that are busy. So um, there are a lot of things we can be doing at work that are just busy work, pushing papers around our desks type of work. Of course, we don't push as much paper as we used to, I guess. Let's say moving electronic folders around in our Dropbox account. But um, we can do things that really don't add any any value to our job duties um, or our home life or um, what we're trying to accomplish in terms of goal. Um, the key difference for me is that... Um, I think back to a time when I was managing employees in a sales position. And uh, we had a minimum goal back then, years ago, that employees had to make 50 phone calls a day to potential clients in order to secure the deal. That was like what we had found to be the, the right formula, is to make 50 calls a day to secure the deal. And, of course, the employees had different goals each month that aligned with that. However, what I found was is that not always did the employees who made the 50 calls uh, were the most productive ones at the end of the month. Sometimes the employee who made only 10 calls for the day was more productive. Why? Because the quality of the phone call that that employee made was much better. And so because the quality was better, he was able to um, talk with clients about the needs that they had and was able to achieve more of his goals in terms of being able to book loans and help people buy homes and some of the things that we were doing in that financial industry. So what's the difference? Yeah, the employee who who did the 50 phone calls was working really hard and he was very busy, but the employee who made the 10 phone calls was actually more productive. And the question you have to ask yourself on a daily basis when it comes to time management is, am I being busy or am I actually being productive? So let's go back to that closet scenario that needed to be rearranged when you went in and looked for the printer paper that morning. Yeah, there is certainly a time and place for organizing the supply cabinet. I get it. But maybe what's most productive for that day is for you to just retrieve the paper that you need and go ahead and get started on that most pressing task list. Yeah, there's some value in the busyness, but much of the time the busyness is whenever we can get caught up in details that don't really matter in the first place. No one cares that you reorganized the supply cabinet. No one is going to come in and 
give you accolades for your reorganization of a supply cabinet. <laughs> the truth is they won't even notice that you reorganized a supply cabinet, but they will notice if you come up with the best idea to begin to impact clients in your organization. They will notice if you come up with a more efficient way to provide uh, services to the clients that you serve in your industry. And so that's the difference between being productive and busy. Um, okay. The next one is to have fun. Um, what in the world does that have to do with time management? Well, what it has to do with is that, um, you know, the scripture teaches that there's a time for everything under the sun. And I think that there have been many times in my life when I have been looking for the next season. I can remember when my children were little, I would say things like, oh, I can't wait until they're potty trained. It'll be so much easier when they're potty trained. I can't wait until they start walking. This toting around little bitties is so hard. And then when they started walking, that season created its own difficulties and challenges. And then I would say things like, oh, I can't wait till they're old enough to fix their own cereal and, and uh, take their own baths so they don't have to do that. There's just so much work involved. And yes, as they get to different seasons, there may be less work in one area. But let me tell you, every season has its own set of challenges. And so uh, there was so much time of my life when I was constantly looking to the next stage of life and not fully having fun and embracing the joy of the season that I was in. And can I just be really honest with you? I can remember looking at my son when he was about 16 or 17 years old and I don't know, perhaps we had just had an argument about something that had taken place, which there were a lot of those in the teen years. And I just remember being struck by the fact that he looked like a grown man and the reality of him leaving my home within a few months from that, from that argument. And I just thought so much time has passed that I wasted being occupied by things that didn't matter. And have I done enough to simply be present with him and enjoy him and be in a season where I could just have a little bit of fun? So time management, you know, the truth is, is that if we're enjoying our lives and we're laughing a lot, I'm a big, big, big believer in laughing every single day, hard, belly laughing as I call it. Um, when you're having fun, your list of things to do doesn't feel quite so overwhelming. There's just something about being able to stop for a few minutes and enjoy where you are, what you're doing, your children, your friends, your coworkers, your family, those that are around you. And let me tell you something. It's a choice. Scripture teaches that the joy of the Lord is our strength. It is a choice that we stop and have a little bit of fun. Um, there is something that each one of us can celebrate every day, and it will allow you to wake every morning and not feel so burdened by your endless list of tasks. Um, my aunt, my elderly aunt, who is now in her 80s, used to always say to me, life Life is made up of simply living. She said that to me from the time I was just probably 12 or 13 years old. I remember her saying that to me through the years. Life is made up so much of simply living. And um, I didn't understand quite what it meant at the time, but what she was trying to convey to me was life is about the little things. Yes, there are these big momentous occasions when we birth children and we um, go through marriages and we celebrate raises at work and promotions, but 
The day-to-day can be enjoyed as well. So let's not just live through the highs, but let's enjoy all of the life experiences. And it will help you to be able to facilitate your parenting better, managing your list of things to do with that, but also managing your overall emotional state, which will be a residual impact on how you manage your time. The next thing I will give you is that you need to prioritize every day your top three things that you need to do the top three things that you need to do. Why? Because you probably have 142 things that need to be done. And if you're not careful, you could end the day feeling like you got nothing accomplished. And that feeling of being overwhelmed and like you didn't do anything will also then have a residual impact of you feeling like you aren't going to be able to get it done, that it's too much, that life's too stressful, that you're running through quicksand. If you prioritize the top three things, number one, it's likely that you'll be able to achieve the things that your boss uh, wants you to achieve. But number two, you'll also be able to look back over that list. I line through everything that I do so that I can look back over it. And you'll have a sense of self-accomplishment that will allow you to remember that you are moving the needle forward just a little bit every single day. Create a schedule that gives you a little bit of me time. That's the other thing that's really important in your time management. Listen, don't discount needing a little bit of me time. Now, me time may not be a two-day trip to a resort over in Hawaii somewhere. Me time may be 15 minutes in the bathroom with the door locked while you soak in a hot tub. Like that might be what your me time is right now in this season. But the me time is important because it allows you to get along with God and hear from Him. It allows you to decompress so that you can be a better mom. It allows you to take a few deep breaths, which, by the way, if you're not doing on a regular basis, very, very, very important to do. I have learned a lot about uh, deep breathing and why it's so important. Um, And it allows you to begin to kind of take the load off so that when you come out of that bathroom and those three kiddos that have been banging on the door and sticking their little fingers underneath the door for the last 15 minutes, you will be a much better mom to adequately handle them. And the final thing that I want to tell you, there's so much we could talk about with time management, but these these have been the top things that I feel like you needed to know, um, is to have quiet time with the Lord daily. And I want to explain to you why. Jennifer, you're talking about time management, and I'm already telling you I don't have enough time in the day to do everything that I feel like I have to do. And yet you're saying I need to add one more thing to my plate, which is to have quiet time with the Lord. What I know to be true is that the Lord multiplies your time. When you give him the first fruits, um, and we know first fruits is really talking about our, um, our tithes and offerings, but first fruits can also be your time. When you commit to giving him that time, it is amazing how all of a sudden everything that you set your hand to seems to be flowing with ease and you're able to get so much more accomplished. I've seen this time and again in my own life. I have been so busy sometimes in ministry that I didn't take the time to be before the Lord, the very one that I'm doing ministry for. How dare I? But yet when I've had that time with him, how he's multiplied my time and allowed me to be able to accomplish even more in a day than I ever thought possible. And so ladies, I just want to encourage you that uh, the Lord has given us all 24 hours in a day and that we are able to accomplish what he wants us to accomplish. So don't be distracted by the busyness and um, be intentional with your time. Have a little bit of fun, laugh a lot, um, spend some time with the Lord and create a little bit of me time in your day. We love you so much and we just want to thank you. This has been Jennifer Maggio with the Life of a Single Mom Ministries coming to you on the Salem Web Network with Single Mom 101. Single Mom 101 is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. 
If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review so that more listeners can find us. You can learn more about Jennifer Maggio by visiting lifeofasinglemom.com. This episode was produced by me, Kelly Givens, and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thanks to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more Faith Toolkit podcasts, just head over to lifeaudio.com. Often we believe our questions mean we don't have faith, but I believe Jesus loves our questions. Our questions are windows into heaven. I'm Caden Fabrizio, and on the Questions with Caden podcast, we ask and answer one question per episode as relevantly and biblically as possible. Questions about fear, anxiety, depression, addiction, and so much more. Don't worry, your questions, they're not going to scare Jesus, so ask away. Listen and subscribe now at lifeaudio.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.